that whole COVID thing. Like if you didn't learn something about yourself and I know you've probably seen this dumb bullshit tweet, but it's like, it's something I got to kind of buy into. But if you didn't learn something about yourself during all this stuff, then you're doing something wrong. This is Amigos PC. If you were looking for a highbrow, fancy, smart, regal podcast with hosts that love to talk about horse riding, badminton, and trips to the vineyard, you're in the wrong place. This is Amigos PC. If you're looking for drinking, random nonsense, stunts, shenanigans, and balls out craziness, you've hit the jackpot. This is Amigos PC, and this is Scott and Mark. And the Migos PC back. Uh, today's guest is uh, Brandon Guchan, a raging hypocrite comedian, host of Comp Rock Radio Station 92.3 in Las Vegas, also co-host of Rise to Offend and the Metal Sucks podcast. Brian, if you could come in and give us some of your thoughts. What's up? Hey, guys. Yeah. Like, what kind of thoughts are we talking about? Like, uh, <laughs> I just say, hey, you want to get some thoughts? I'm like, oh, you know, I really could go for a taco right now like what kind of taco what kind of taco well let's see here the the regular kind you know maybe a little bit of carne asada nice nice you know maybe a little bit guacamole i don't know we'll see we'll see i gotta see if it's handmade i like to see my guac handmade like in front of me i like to trust my guacamole oh yeah yeah do you do any uh, of like the the drunk Mexican joints or anything like that? It does does Vegas? And I know you have like the Strip and downtown, and they got all the fancy restaurants and things like that. But the, on on like the regular streets of Vegas, do they have like a particular chain that everybody goes to for drunken Mexican food? Like here we have Filiberto's. Oh, okay, yeah, well, I've been to Filiberto's. I well, ours is Roberto's. Ours is just Roberto's. <laughs> so you got Filiberto's. Yeah, we got Rose. Oh, so, like, they must be. They got to be cousins. They must be. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to. They're, those are, it's the two. It's the Birdos wars. You know, yep. they're just clashing. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That's funny. So we had a, another radio guest on not that long ago from our local area, 93.3 Alt-AZ, Mo Radio. And one of the questions that we asked her was, why radio? What brought you to radio? For me, it was like I was doing comedy for like a year. I was not, I was 20 when I kind of started doing my internship. And I just started doing stand-up comedy. It was like barely at the at the end of end of my 19th year and then you know just kind of started calling up the radio station just started making jokes and i don't know one thing led to another i got an internship and i just kind of told myself uh, i just don't want to do a job that i hate that was always the case like i was never one of those guys that's like i had a dream and i'm gonna follow it through like which is great if it works you know but it's like my whole deal is like i just want to make sure that i did a job that i didn't hate and then i ended up like really liking it like really loving it so it's like that's pretty much all it was it was just i don't it's i don't know if it's a tale of me settling or if it's tale of me achieving i'm not 100 percent sure yet still yeah i mean it could be a little bit of both right i mean well and settling is not really the ideal situation right right? but you know comedy was the vehicle that drove you into something you're really enjoying right maybe yeah that's exactly it, you know, and I I feel like radio and comedy they just go so hand in hand, and I don't know. And when you enjoy your day, when you enjoy your look forward to your day at work, it's I don't know, man. Nothing beats it. Nothing beats it. I've had jobs where you're just like, oh my god, you know, like <laughs> looking at the, I used to the work, clock uh, the whole Home watch Depot. the clock the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just I, mean, I was at Home Depot here in Las Vegas pushing carts in July. You know what I mean? Mm. Hung over for the very first time in my life. You know, just hotter than you guys got it over there in Arizona. I mean, it's the same deal, dude. It's so hot and just miserable. And but yeah, man. I mean, that was pretty much it. It was just like just get a job that I don't hate. Everything kind of worked out. And indoors, <laughs> God, the AC is so key. Dude. It is. It is. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Especially right now, this time of year, it's a million degrees outside. You can fry eggs on the sidewalk, basically. Yeah, summer right, fun. right, yeah. And the thing is, like, you know, people just walk around, you're sweating your ass off, you know, people thinking you got some kind of tapeworm or something because you're always skinny like oh dude vicious fear outside all the time dude that's funny right so with the internship then like what was like the first gig at the station before you got in on the afternoons so 
So this is, I ended up interning for about a year and a half at night though. That was the weird thing. I never did mornings. So I just interned at night with my friend Kara and Kara just taught me radio. And then I ended up getting the graveyard shift where, and then I started doing, and then I got the night shift when Kara moved to afternoons and then Kara ended up marrying Larry, the cable guy. That's what happened. She ended up marrying Larry, the cable guy. And then, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was a crazy. And then she was the one that named me Gooch and everything. It was like, she just ended up marrying Larry. Larry the cable guy and they ended up going off and having a life and then eventually after after about a year they brought in another guy to do afternoons that didn't work out and then I was slid right in and everything's been there ever since very cool that's a good story oh, nice Oh, she was one of my, yeah, she was one of my closest friends. Yeah, she was very, we were very tight. And I'll never forget this. So we were, the, we just moved into the building that we're in right now, but this is brand new. This is right when this building was brand new. And there was a patio outside where everybody would go to take smoke breaks. Well, Kara and I, we were working the, we were doing the, the great, the uh, night shift. We would go out there just to get a just to get a breath of fresh air or whatever. When we walked out, there were all these killer bees on a on like a, a little tree, you know. So there's like all these bees on a tree. We're like, oh my god, we got to get rid of these bees. So we're like, all right, let's go grab a chair and we'll hit them with the chair, and then the bees will fly away. Well, <laughs> we run out there with this chair, and I throw this chair at this this tree, and it hits it. And we run back inside. And we're like, all right, the bees are probably gone. Now all of a sudden, they're all over the building. Mm. And there's just bees all over the building. We're freaking out. We're trying to bang on the window, telling people like that are walking by, we're like, there's fucking bees, run away. <laughs> like, and uh, then we started panicking. We're like, oh, they got the folding chair. We're going to get caught. So then we had to run out there. I told her, I said, grab a fire extinguisher and I'm going to run out, grab the chair. If I start screaming bloody murder, I go, hit me with that fire extinguisher if I get stuck with some bees. So I ran up there and I grabbed the chair and then she turned out, she just turned and ran immediately. It kind of left me to offend for myself. But uh, yeah, we ended up getting the chair and the bees ended up flying away. It was crazy though. It was nuts. Wow. Well, a good wow. thing. Uh, that you're not like allergic oh, to Oh yeah yeah Because I mean we could have had oh, yeah, like a Well that's That's what we were really Like all these people That were walking by On the sidewalk Were freaking out We're like oh my god What if they die Like oh dude We were afraid man <laughs> We didn't know We were like I was only like 21 years old I had no fucking clue What was going on <laughs> with radio what what's the audience like in in las vegas because I, I know you have the strip and things can get crazy there right even downtown right. but it, there is a normal society to las vegas also i we know a few people uh, we play video games with a couple of them every so often uh, that actually live in and do the normal work on the strip type uh, situation so what's the audience like is it are they crazy just like the strip is it all diverse like what is it like it's very you know what dude it's very much like just like uh phoenix you know like if it's not on the strip you're right i mean there, there's a there's two different worlds going on in las vegas it's also centered mm -hmm. around the las vegas strip and then you got this you know you got all these different communities like just on the outside of it and it's that's it's why it's so hard to kind of get anything going for the locals because the strip for everybody else is like 15 minutes away from everything. So you always want to centralize all of your, uh, like if you're in, if you're trying to do some kind of entertainment, you always want to centralize your entertainment, but it's very hard to kind of get to just kind of bring people together. That's the one problem that I would say that happens in Las Vegas. That, but you know, with the sports teams and stuff, like we're getting the Raiders, you know, we got the Raiders and we got, you know, the Knights, obviously, you know, the Las Vegas, the, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. And it's mm -hmm. like, that's kind of brought people together. And, you know, so it, it's diverse, but at the same time, dude, it's like a rock crowd is a rock crowd. They hate mm -hmm. sleeves on their shirts. You know what I mean? They yeah. love to the drink. They love tits. You know, it's like, there's just, <laughs> there's a couple of, it's not that hard to figure out when you're talking about rock and roll crowds. Well, I, some of the audience here with radio, not that I'm a radio personality or anything, but from what we hear when we're listening to like our main station KUPD here you know we also have the native crowd uh, where it's you know it's a bunch of drunk Indians essentially listening to Slayer constantly is that something that is part of your demographic also? Not really like we have the Paiute smoke shop I mean we have the Paiute Plaza, but we don't really, yeah, we don't really have a, a huge Native American community in Las Vegas. No, I would say that. I wouldn't say wow. that. Yeah, but yeah, it's like, but we, but we have a metal community, and the thing is, like a metal community, you know, like it's going to be, you know, obviously a bunch of white dudes again hate sleeves. A lot of Latinos love metal. 
out here. You know, there's, I would say those are probably the two groups that dominate the metal scene. But yeah. Wow. What do you guys do for like giveaways and things like that? It, especially now that COVID, well, you guys are starting to really open back up fully like we are. But for the longest time, our radio stations couldn't do like concert giveaways or anything like that. They were being creative no. and essentially, you know, we'll buy your groceries this week or something like what kind of uh, giveaways were you guys doing during the COVID? And what do you think is the plans for the future with giveaways on the radio? Uh, well, yeah, we had to do we did some stuff like that. We did a uh, pay your bills where we have where we had a dollar loan center they helped us out where we paid some of their bills people's bills and stuff like that gave away money several times you know to, to listeners and whatnot but but moving forward though again it's like everything's opening up so everything's just going to be uh just as business as usual you know where it's like you know now we have things to promote now we have concerts now you know sporting events are going to be 100 this is going to be the very first year where fans are going to be allowed into the new allegiant stadium where the raiders are playing like that's oh, a wow. giant thing man and it's like so Vegas is going to come back like way strong. I think it's going to come back way strong. It was already nuts. Like this is the first week that it was like 100%. And I was down on Fremont Street, and I'm wow. like, oh, Fremont Street's back. Jesus, it was jam-packed. Like, it was just <laughs> nuts, dude. You know things are open when Fremont's full board, right? right? exactly. Like, when I walk out of Fremont Street, I'm like, I feel so attractive. Yes! You know, like, <laughs> dude. Fremont Street yeah, is we, like, dude, that is, how, that is where you know where you are at the American food chain, where it's like, am I poor? Am I middle class? Am I elite? I'm like, oh. That's hilarious. It's vicious, man. Yeah, we were there in August, and it was basically a ghost town, and we were like, man, I don't know. Like, this is crazy, because we walked into, what was it that we walked into, Mark, that uh, the MGM, I think it was? And oh, when we yeah, walked in there, it was dead. like 8 or 9 o'clock on a Friday, and it really felt like it was like the end of the world, because there was nobody there, and it was like, because no one was really going there, they were still, you know, locked down kind of mode, and it felt like right. a zombie apocalypse kind of feel. When you're just like three people stuttering out of one place and it was this yeah it was dude, weird it was like you know people would be going down they would they would show videos of them driving down las vegas and boulevard and you know that's usually just bumper to bumper stop mm-hmm. and go stop and go stop going me people are like going 65 miles an hour down las vegas boulevard like it's grand theft auto you know <laughs> like not even giving a damn dude it was it was an eerie time man and I, but again yeah. i just think that that whole COVID thing. Like if you didn't learn something about yourself and I know you've probably seen this dumb bullshit tweet, but it's like, it's something I got to kind of buy into. But if you didn't learn something about yourself during all this stuff, then you're doing something wrong. Like if you didn't learn, if you didn't learn that there isn't something to fix about you, then you're doing you You're doing something wrong. And I think, I think that's something that there, a lot of us kind of took a reset on that whole COVID thing. And I think a lot of us are attacking things a little bit different now. Very true, because it basically gave us like a year to kind of look inward to see what was kind of going on in ourselves, I guess, in our family and people, you know what I mean? So definitely agree with you there. Well, and that's what that's all the Internet is, man, is it's like we all kind of try and create our, our own echo chamber of people that think like us and. Mm-hmm. You know, but then in the end, you just end up alienating anyone that had any worth in your life because if all you want is just people that agree with you or are afraid of you around you, then what kind of yeah. growth are you having? You know, like, exactly. Like, God. 100% agree. And, there, and that's it. And it's like, it's happened in art and it's happened in entertainment. I mean, when we used to like again look at the 70s, like 60s and the 70s, when that music was coming up, you would hear like, Black Sabbath and Billy Joel and, you know, George Clinton on the same radio station, you know, and they would call that rock and roll. They would just go, that's rock and roll. Boom. Have at it, kids, you know. And now it's like everything is so segregated. And as Mm -hmm. we keep going, as we keep going, it just seems like all this music that was getting it was like rock and roll broke into all these different pieces. Now there's hip hop and there's rock and roll and then there's metal and now there's death metal and there's black metal. And there's, yeah. it's just like there's it's like, like 15 different all, types of metal. Like, and that's the thing. And it's like you'll see and you'll see those fractions start arguing with one another. Like you'll have mm-hmm. like the death metal bands and the black metal bands are like, oh, you're a fake. No, you're fake. And I'm like, I, why? I don't get this. Like. Who's yeah. like everybody just just kind of what just wants what they everybody thinks they want what they want, but you're just kind of limiting your own creativity and limiting your own intake. Yeah, putting yourself more in a box. Yeah.
Yeah. And I've definitely heard the argument too, like you get into that crazy thrash metal and that harder metal. The, the, the thing that's, you know, I, I'm definitely I like metal and I love, I like rock, big fan. But when you start getting into that crazy, you know, you're putting yourself in that box. The argument that I've always heard is that basically those are the type of fans that go to that. You're not going to meet a whole lot of ladies. You're, it's basically just oh, a whole no, bunch not. of just dudes that are just hate the situation. For real. And it, and it basically, they're just all just angry together and they're all just enjoying that art, right? But it's like, yeah, you. Yeah, you, they're going to have like your beard, you know? They're yeah, like yeah. Beard. If there is a lady there, yeah. We, something. <laughs> yeah, there's one lady with our, you mine or Mark's beard. Too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that actually reminds me. Uh, we uh, a few episodes ago had a at-home rapper a visionary here in the local area of uh, Phoenix, and one of the questions that we asked him and his co-producer Joe Audio was, uh, "Punk and rap, they kind of have the same background when it comes to how like, they were like fuck, you know, fuck the police kind of thing came to be basically." Yeah. Dude, I'll take it a step further, man. You go, you look at country music and you look at rap and it's like, mm. they've already, and it's Taking like, there's that. a lot of similarities there too. Think about it. Country music and hip hop. It's like, all right. All, how many songs in country music are all about just have a good time and shake your sugar shaker and bit, you know, and then <laughs> same thing with hip hop where it's like song and so many different variations of the thong song have we heard in the last 25 goddamn years, you know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. make the booty clap type of music. All right. So we got that out of the way. Then on top of that, if you say there's no speaking out against religion in hip hop and in uh, country music like you have it's like you say anything bad about jesus like you like you constantly hear in punk rock like you're mm. gonna have a problem you know that's true so there's all these there's these like there's these primal things that happen within those two communities that and i and it's and it seems like there's they're on opposite sides because it looks like they're on opposite sides of the political spectrum and i think mm -hmm. that's where punk rock and hip-hop do kind of coexist but but dude everything it's like everything's way more similar than it appears dude everything is well you, you definitely like rock my world because i'm a rap fan and i hate country so now i have to really probably like look inward to myself to figure out i, I got to give country more of a shot which is crazy to me but i, well, I, I guess i can figure that out love and hate there's a thin line between love and hate that's true like, that's again, true people like want to people want to pretend like one side's more real than the other well it depends on where you're living like if i live in some stank ass hick town where it's like i got like 400 people and mm -hmm. somebody's writing a song about that and it's oh my god this is the realest shit ever you know like i'm <laughs> over here thinking nwa has been lying the entire time you know like, that yeah. can't happen that shit isn't fucking real you're not throwing haystacks you're there's not, not cops dopers, everywhere you know yeah exactly like what kind of fantasy world are you talking about that is you true know? But, uh, you know and the thing is, that's why but when there is like a hip-hop song that did have a country flavor to it like that nas x Mm -hmm. uh, one song, you know what I mean? Rednecks ran to that shit because they, dude. There's more Kid Rocks out there that want to be rappers that love that. You know, there's like Kid Rock, like country rapper. You know, I mean, it's not my mm -hmm. flavor, believe me. But I mean, it's like there's a lot more guys out there that that are just like that are on that tip where it's like right in the middle of that country and hip hop. That is so flavor, true. You know what I mean? Wow. And it's marketable, dude. Yeah, yeah, because no, yeah, it and then it crosses both lines. You get both audience, and it's going to be more revenue for that artist exactly. if they can pull it off and dude kid rock, kid rock even said it best he's like nobody sells more double xl women's t-shirts than me and i'm like that is so <laughs> fantastic i'm like that's how he's taking ownership you know what i mean yeah. i may not like his i may not like i may not like his music you know what i mean and sometimes when he starts talking politics I'm like whatever bro but it's like at least there's a guy out there that can at least take some ownership I'm like yeah this is what i brought to the world double xl women's t-shirts i'm like go get it bro that's awesome. Like, the other, I'm, the done, other thing, I'm done hating people. The other thing I heard that's cool about him is that he, at his concerts, he always makes sure that the beer prices are like extremely low. Like he like covers most yeah. of it. So instead of paying like $8 for beers at, you know, concerts and stuff, he charges like, you know, like two or three bucks. Four. Basically he wants yeah. everyone to have 
a good to you know be hammered and probably yeah, enjoy the music that maybe most of us don't like or whatever. You know what I mean? But but you know what yeah. though? Because in this making a big age, party is what his whole thing is, right, dude? In this day and age, how that's the only way to keep an audience, man. You got once you get an audience the size of Kid Rocks, and believe me, man, in today's day and age, nowadays getting an audience that size is like you are thankful you know yeah. like getting a f- and that's the thing they're not just that's a fan base you know mm-hmm. you get a fan base that size and it's crazy because like yeah we're kind of poking fun at them at a, at a little bit but in the last couple of years what kind of what other band out there has a fan base out there that can you know sell you know three thousand five thousand tickets at 20 bucks a piece you know because yeah. that's the way he wants to keep it you know like when yeah you, when you're letting everybody know that i, I gotta give him credit like you know he may be right wing and all this stuff but he definitely he, he shows his fans love by not going not trying to rape him for 45 dollar shirts you know like kiss mm-hmm. does you know what i mean Oh, kiss! Yeah. It's like we couldn't, yeah, we couldn't Those do guys. this without you guys. Now you're here's this. Take this ninety dollar keychain wallet, you know, like, <laughs> or it's just stupid, dude. Yeah. As you were kind of mentioning that, I the first thing I thought of was, well, Kiss. I mean, they do that, but then you're right; they charge an arm and a leg for Everything. every piece of merch that's Everything. been created on the planet of earth and any other planet really in the galaxy is like the amount of money that they make off merch is ridiculous i can only assume that's it's incredible dude they put that logo on anything and and people will pay crazy money for it okay dollar loan center do you guys have dollar loan center out there do we? I we have like title loans and things like that because they banned okay. like that payday check stuff. I want to say almost a okay. decade ago. So now it's just like title loans and you know ca- check cashing places. Yeah. Okay. Like that. Yeah. So we have Dower Loan Center. He's a major Kiss fan, like major. And dude, this guy's <laughs> dropped some serious money on Kiss merch, and it's like I don't get it, dude. Oh, but if you think about it though, like that kind of fandom again, just because everything's been so splintered, like I don't know if we'll ever see that again. I don't know if we will ever see that again. That's true. Like, like, who who see, would that be now? I don't think there's anybody that saying. would be like, like that now. Well, like right now, like the biggest names, it's like, and again, these names, they're big for just a second. Like, you know, like, yeah. like Cardi B was a huge name. Now yeah. it's Megan the Stallion, but that started getting worn out. The, end. the weekend, that's, you know, like these things, yeah. they, they, they have their peak and then all of a sudden they're gone. Well, I'm just like, talking about like nuts. the brand. I'm talking about like the brand. Like they're, the only thing I can think of is maybe like Kanye. He has like when they come out with their own clothing line. And that they're yeah. able to kind of keep their brand with, you know what I mean? Cause, I mean, Chris, Kiss was an is everything, you know, stickers, shirts, they have the, 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 the pinball machines, yeah. all their merchandise. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of if there's anyone else that does that now that would even be at that level. Well, there's there Ghost. is anybody. I'd say Who? Ghost does that very oh, well. Oh, Ghost. And they make other merch that's other than like shirts. Oh, yeah. They make a ton of merch. Uh, my oh, wife buys and a I ton like of Ghost. that shit. I, I love ghosts. Ghost my, so my wife loves that band and she has some ghost shit. And I'm like, how much did you spend on this? I'm like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> and it's exp- is it expensive to add them like marked up like you would imagine? Well, kind of? yeah, yeah. So it's like they got the, the ghouls. That's the name of his backing band. And she went out there and got a couple of masks for like photo shoots and stuff. And I'm like, oh, babe, like it's so expensive. Oh, sitting here watching, just sitting here watching my wife buy right into it. But what am I going to do? <laughs> Makes her happy. That's funny. Buys right into the machine. I'm trying. That's the thing, man. It's like I, that's kind of what I'm just trying not to do is just not trying to buy in a hundred percent. But I mean, it's not like we all haven't already. Oh, so true. Yeah. Do you have any particular bands or hobbies that you do, you know, invest in or? at least fanboy out a little bit on let's see like as far as bands i mean like i'm a big fan of the older stuff like i love like beatles are definitely up there rolling stones like that's kind of type of my that's i just like the originality i like the early punk i like the misfits you know you know just certain albums that i just listen to constantly and over and over again just like uh sex pistols and stuff like that i, I just like the bass rock and roll type of stuff acdc you know, Very that's cool. like my wheelhouse, you know, like anything. And then when you're talking hip hop, it's like, I like 90s. I think mm. hip hop kind of hit its peak, like in probably 2004. And then everything just kind of started. Got, it shit. got more bait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It just got basic. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, all of a Auto, sudden, everything's auto tuned. 
basically. Yeah, every, yeah everything was auto-tuned and everything yeah. was just the, the symbol, that quick symbol sound and the bass. Yeah. That's all it was. And it's like, and I'm like, this, there was so much more, there was so much more personality back in the day. Mm-hmm. And now everything just seems ripped off and just basic. You know, yep. I'm not really into it now, you know, but yeah. With the radio station, you know how like when... I don't know if you went through this when you were a teenager, but when I was a teenager, it j- just about you know my junior year, senior year ish, uh, I was going through a phase of emotionally driven music. You know, m- music that basically was like, dude, I can really relate to this. Hyper focused on, on on what's going on with the lyrics that they have. Wasn't that Alanis Morissette for you? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it was. Jagged Sorry. little pill. Of course, that was Mark. He, he still wears those shirts. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Pun intended. Nice. With your with the audience, right? Do you, do you get that a lot with like requests uh of what they want to listen to on the radio or do you, do you feel like the the genre of music that you're playing on the radio kind of drives to to a younger crowd that that has that happen? I think that when you, when people are still listening to the radio, I think there there is a magic that that happens because you have no idea what's coming up next and it's like it could be it's unlike if it's if you're listening on your phone or if you're and again it's the chance that you get to break out of your echo chamber to see what else is out there to see if there's anything else that could possibly inspire you like it is crazy how when if you think about it how many genres of music that people might not like but maybe they hear a hook in that genre and then they apply it to their genre now all of a sudden they got a mega hit and like when you listen to Kanye West and when you listen to a guy like, you know, Dr. Dre and the way they talk and the way they talk about assembling music, it's like you have all these guys that just, I don't know, they just knew how to get the job done, I guess. And very true. I don't know. I think, you know, yeah, that is one thing that you can kind of see with like with Kanye and, and Dr. Dre, you can see that they were able to, they took what seemed to be like a lot of the samples from the older generations to make the music kind of sound, you know, more up to date, it seemed, maybe. I don't know if that's true or not. Right. It kind of seemed that way. Right, right. Well, that's exactly, well, Dr. Dre definitely did that. I mean, he yeah. just found a bunch of, he started off just making a bunch of loops and stuff. And mm-hmm. Kanye just kind of started doing things that he found that he definitely used a ton of loops as well. But, you know, he also added a little bit of his own keyboard flair into it. But yeah, I mean, again, it's just like, I just think that right now, though, just because everybody's in their own echo chamber, it's like right now, it's just, I don't know, like creativity is really taking a hit. And, you know, and it's... Well, they had a year. They had a year to pull something off. So we'll see what happens. Well, well, right. Yeah, they had a year to pull something out. And well, then, hopefully. But it's like nowadays, though, too, is it's like you know, like, does anybody even want to be famous? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, now you're a prisoner on you're online, and mm-hmm. you know, it's just anything no, you say, dude. you'll get canceled. Yeah, that whole thing. Just, like, it, it's, it's crazy. It, it's nuts, man. Like, again, like doing stand up and stuff. Like, I really watch a lot of comics, and a lot of them like really do have these dreams of fame and i i bring it up and i'm like are you sure you want that man like look how mad you got at one guy who commented who made a negative comment on your video like (laughs) and you just eviscerated him that bad and i'm like look now just imagine hundreds of thousands of people granted you got millions of people that love you but you're always gonna have that one percent that's gonna try and fuck your day up dude yeah and it's like and it's just like I'm like, and these people, they just love living online. They just love being a part of that, like the part of that world. They think Internet it's mingling. And I'm like, it's a prison, dude. It's a prison. Yeah. Have you had anybody, honestly, have you ever had anybody come like on your Twitter or anything that kind of got under your skin a little bit or maybe something oh, yeah, like an email to the, like, to the site or not to the site, to the station or something where they're like yeah. complaining about you? Yeah, dude, of, of course, dude. Which I imagine you have. Of course, a yeah. lot, you know, and. But this is the thing, like, if you, uh, I don't really engage in any of that stuff. Like, if somebody yeah. comes at me sideways or posts a video slamming me or something, it's, it, you can't, you don't want to help these people. So you just got, all you do is you just ignore it. You just mm-hmm. listen to this person kind of say what they're going to say. Eventually they'll run out of breath and they'll find something new 
or they'll just or they'll just realize that they look like the bad guy at this point you know mm-hmm. and that's it's like that's the hardest part about living in this world now is the not reacting like you just have to understand yeah. that there's a life out there people are phony people want to make it out like you know their opinion has some weight and this is this is the best way for them to feel like they matter like they you know when all they got to do is open their eyes and just treat the people around them good they mm-hmm. matter already but they're like yeah. they're trying to matter to the wrong people i don't get it it doesn't make sense to me yeah <laughs> well and that's what and that's what it is it's like and it's funny though because it, that's how i look at it when that's how phony i think rat beefs are you know what i mean like they'll yeah. be like you know like there wasn't a real one since like t- you know pock and biggie and i think everybody realized like we don't want to kill ca- our, you know our cash maker you know what i mean we don't want to kill our cash cows like let's make sure that they just write some bad shit about each other and move on you know nobody yeah. i don't want tupac today and i don't want somebody saying they're banging somebody else's wife like he did back in the day you know what i mean it's like <laughs> and then write a song about how much he loves his mom the next you know it's so it's like <laughs> yeah the good old oh, days the of rap good old days oh Pac, we miss you we need yeah. you he's like remember come that back from, your come back from that island i wish you'd get out of retirement and come back I know exactly. <laughs> Stop being a poet. Stop yeah. being Machiavelli. Yeah. You brought up cancel culture. And one thing that I've been kind of thinking about recently, and also you being in, in comedy, the situation with Tony Henchcliffe, it seems like he's kind of immune as to, with the cancel culture for the most part. It almost seems like, are you familiar with the situation? Uh, I, okay, I didn't see the video. I'm, let me just say that. But I, I, I am familiar with the situation. And what I believe, and again, this all boils down to this. If one thing with, with Tony Hinchcliffe is he made his own thing. If you make your own thing, mm-hmm. okay, you are immune to anything if you make your own thing it's up to his fans to go i don't want to hear that i don't want to do that now if he was working for a company or something like joe rogan would go what's that like now i was gonna say now like joe rogan who's now dealing with spotify his issue right exactly like so let's just say joe rogan says something crazy Mm -hmm. and spotify is like oh man that reflects on us Mm -hmm. now they're the ones that have to make the decision but if you're tony hinchcliffe everything you say is coming right out that's your business is saying that so like if you're not pissing off the fan base if you're not pissing off the fan base then you got nothing to worry about when it comes to cancel culture my thing is what i'm really afraid of is when we more and more people start going yeah fuck this cancel culture stuff and fuck this who cares what society thinks and then things like real racism start to build because you got more and more people that are like afraid uh, that aren't afraid of cancel culture that aren't afraid of the public scrutiny of racism they're just like oh fuck it what not look at all these people i got on my side you know look at we're doing Mm. all right now and it's like that really does kind of worry me where it's like the more i believe cancel culture has tried to bring everybody together the more it's just made people just ban the more instead of accepting others they've just forced people to band closer together and it's wow. like yeah that's a, that's a way it's, to look all at it's it. done is work against each other all itself it's all it's done is work against itself that's crazy exactly now if he now if this was something like if the fans and now if all of a sudden patreon or somebody that was you know he was feeding that were feeding money to him because he's obviously got to get paid if one of those sites were just like fuck you tony then he'd have something to worry about mm, but yeah. but that would also mean every show that was associated with patreon would have to be forced to take oh, do i stand with patreon or do i go to another one now all of a sudden it's splintering off into it's just again the more of this like take a stand speak your mind the more everybody starts doing that dude the, all it's done is made everybody screaming at the same time and not one single voice is being heard wow yeah that's crazy that brings me to another question then so obviously you run a couple podcasts along with being a radio host right yeah 
and, and yeah. we're talking about cancel culture right now. When you're doing the podcast, like, are you? Do you always have that in the for like in, in the back of your mind? Like, okay, I I need to mind my p's and q's on specific things. Do you approach podcasting the same way you approach the radio, or or? Is does the radio station not care yes. with what goes on? <laughs> the, uh, the radio station doesn't care what I do on my podcast. They, no. you know, they let me do whatever I want. But the one thing with Rise to Offend, for example, now this is <laughs> a show that is a direct response to cancel culture because it started off being just three guys having fun and sound effects and just trying to be funny, and we did that for a few years. But then we ended up switching gears and we started doing a, a documentary podcast and it forces us to look back on like maybe sometimes even as early as 10 years ago and go, why was this moment in time significant and how different are things now compared to then? Hmm. And that's cool. And it's and what it does is like it really does show the amount of growth like and and how we view things and how things that were at one point acceptable that aren't acceptable now and and it's it's like and and it's so funny because you like right now online we have a bunch of 20 year olds trying to tell everybody like what real life is i'm like you don't <laughs> even know what real life is you know yeah. what i mean you've you haven't failed enough yeah yeah exactly like you haven't failed enough you just listened so you listen to a couple of tupac records and you think you know what the 90s was like like get the fuck out of here you don't know anything you know you dumbass like it's insane like listen to these people try and set like try and tell me about life but that's the thing it's like they don't understand that you know now compared to then like listening to them talk about like race relations i'm like whoa like you you don't even know what it was like back then. You know what I mean? Like, you don't even, you have no clue. You're just going off of a movie, you know? Like, you, 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 it's just, but the thing is, nowadays, everybody just, the, the whole point is to just to tell everybody to chase emotion, you know? And when we yeah. start chasing emotion, things get, things like facts get lost, you know? I know what rap is. I watched 8 Mile once. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, I've been there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I know what it's like to grow up in the streets. I played Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah. Please. I've been there. Thank you. That's be- way that's better analogy. <laughs> yeah, because that's probably how they think, too, for sure. Uh, let's get into the last piece of the show. Again, like I said, we have some questions. In the coming weeks, uh, we do have someone that from Australia that's coming up. We tend to ask this question in a unique way with our audience to just play with it, have a little fun with the idea of kind of how we pitch it. Uh, so if you were to think about a flat earther, and if you are a flat earther, I'm not trying to talk down on you or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> And you wanted to believe in the way or shape of how the earth actually is and the length of time it takes to actually get from a place from the United States to actually Australia. Do you think that it's plausible that Australia might not be real? (laughs) Let's see here. (laughs) <laughs> if I were a flat, if, okay, I'm really trying to grasp this thing because you're like, I, I really like how you're like, if you are a flat earther, I'm not trying to upset you. I'm like, no, that's what we got to do. We have to. We got to be mad we at those to people. Go, stop it with this stupid bullshit. Hold like, on one second, stop. Brandon. I'm a flat earther. I'm a flat earther, Brandon. Stop. No, I'm messing with you. <laughs> well, what's funny is, is so we asked this to our guest last week. And we found out that his father-in-law is a flat earther, and that just took that was, on a whole new awesome. conversation. Oh, yeah, that, awesome. that the question we didn't even get to answer the question. We yeah. just went on the whole spiel of wait a second, you're related to someone who's a flat earther. They fight at Thanksgiving and stuff. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's it's incredible to me, dude. And it's like. Like, okay, so the person that was just their stepdad that was a flat earther, their father-in-law was a flat earther. Okay, is he a flat earther? He was not. Didn't, yeah, he didn't he come not, off okay. like he was. Because, because oh, especially man. with the fight, because oh, they had arguments about it. You see, I hear something like that, and I'm just so thankful that my wife hates her dad. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, <laughs> I'm so, I'm just like, dude, I win so much. Like, because I, I can't. When again, I'm not 
it's like when I say this, it just sucks this, that I have to like preface this. Look, I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings when I say that your flat earth conspiracy is really you being a total fucking idiot and just trying to hold on to something so you can seem special. Like, it's just like we have to call them out, dude. And it's like, it's just, it's so infuriating now that we're like, like we have to, this. And it's like, and here's the funny thing about flat earthers too. They're also the same people that are like, fuck your feelings. You're a flat earther. <laughs> I shouldn't care about anything you say about anything. Like there's, you're mute now. You have to cancel the flat earthers. Is that what you're saying? Because <laughs> I'm on board with that. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's what I'm getting at. It's like, people, we're forgetting. It's like, that's what I'm getting. It's like, I hate cancel culture so much that in a way though, I have to cancel there's certain people we have to go, all right, all right, all right, all right. You're so stupid, no, you're and your stupidity is spreading. It's spreading like herpes all over the country. Like, it's just like, there's just there's so many coal sores in Ohio and North Dakota now. And it's just, they, they just believe this. Because, again, all they want to do is just be a part of this. Told you so. Well, it doesn't matter how wrong. They just want to have this one moment. In time where they're yeah. just like, I've been telling you, you for years. For buying into that Yankee history book of yours, you stupids. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's so infuriating. You've been going to Australia, you're not even going there. Legitimacy to these people. Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. So is so is Australia a thing? <laughs> yes, it's a fucking thing because the earth is round. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. We all love Paul Hogan. We love Paul Hogan. I love Mel we Gibson do. before he was racist. Like, give me back, give me back Mad Max, Mel Gibson. Thor isn't Thor from there? <laughs> Thor's from there too, right? What's that? Thor? Yeah, Thor's from I say, there. I think yeah. Thor. Yeah, we got Thor too. Thor's from there. Yeah. And Wolverine. Yeah, we're now we're building a, a, a solid case to, to validate that Australia is actually a real yeah. place. I'm like, dude, okay. that's what I'm saying. It's like, even make that up. I'm like, dude, look at what they've given us. They've given us so much. Like dingoes, you know, but. <laughs> kangaroos, kangaroos. <laughs> but there's no kangaroos. Where else are kangaroos, though? Oh. That could be. Oh, oh and, shit. Uh, <laughs> what was her name? And, and what's her name from Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, Margot Robbie is Australian. She's so from there? Like, let's. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, All right. Margo. All right. So that's a real place. Yeah, you that's just, a you, real place. You won me. You won me there. <laughs> I'm no the longer case, a flat earther. Faces, the, the defense rests. Yeah. Australia no, yeah. is she, a place. If she says she's from there, she can say whatever she wants. With you being like a lot of your life surrounded around music, do you have a genre that's a guilty pleasure to you? Like when you leave the radio station, you hop in your car to head home and the next thing you know, you got Taylor Swift on and you're singing whatever breakup story she did. (laughs) Or or Alanis Morissette for Mark. That's what he does every day. Oh, yeah. Hey, look, you know what? For me, I'd probably say, I don't know, man. Like it's like probably like Neil Diamond. Probably I love Mm. Neil Diamond. You know what I mean? Coming I'll to America. You know, Coming you know to America. I mean? So it's like, you know, Neil Diamond, stuff like that kind of uh, guitar. Because I do like a finger pick a guitar. So it's like, I listen to those songs and then I try and do it. So it's like, it just kind of uh, gives me a little bit of uh, inspiration, you know? Oh, and the songwriting nice. is so easy too. So it's like, when you see that kind of songwriting structure, you're like, oh, I could do that shit. And you could write your own song. <laughs> Be coming to America, basically. Yeah. We're coming to America. Exactly, yeah, that, dude. It's today. Like, God, it's the day. That's what, that's what I'm getting at, dude. It's like we overthink so much. Like, think about that song by The Weeknd, that dumb song that we heard a thousand times, that we've heard a thousand times way before that song came out. You know what I mean? Like, it was uh, like, you know, it's, you know, the one that did he play? The, the, the one that they're playing like a lot that. now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, dude, they, it's like everybody loves that song because it's familiar, dude. And it's like it sounds like it's from the nineties or eighties. Yeah. Right? And like you can well, hear that, the it, you can it, hear the beat to it. That's what I'm saying. Like like he yeah. may not have like ripped that song off, but he totally ripped that song off. It's like <laughs> we've True. we've heard it like True. We've heard it like on ten or fifteen different songs, you know? Yeah. It's like but he, he, instead of overthinking it going, Oh, I'm trying to make the next Pink Floyd, the wall. He's like, oh, whatever. I'm just trying to make some money and get get laid out of the deal. And it's just, it it totally worked for him. 
That is, you, that's kind of similar with uh, like that DMX Phil Collins song. I don't know. I don't know if you're a fan of DMX or anything I'm like a, that. I'm but a fan of both. What happened? Phil Collins has a song. I think it's Phil Collins, and DMX basically like blended it. I don't want to say that they were a co-op, but he got the permission to do so. What the hell is that one Phil Collins song? Into the uh, it, air, air of the night. No? It, in the, uh, in the, in the air of the night. night? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's that one. Yeah. And, and essentially, DMX is rapping. And the is it the hook? What is it? The written? What's the the hook? Yeah, yeah the hook essentially is Phil Collins saying you know in the air and you know, oh. so on and so forth. So it, oh. it's kind of similar to that, and not a lot of people even know about that song. Either. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. You know, the, the younger people who hear it right when it comes out, they're like, "Oh my god, I've never heard this before." Even though that it's probably been done two or three times before. And right. That's kind of how music and movies and all that they just keep remaking shit. Well, because now, you know, there used to be, you used to have a payoff back in the day if you went original. And it's like now all the people with the money, they don't have as much money as they used to. So now they're like banking on for sure projects. Hmm. So meanwhile, like movies that were like totally indie related, totally by themselves, you know, they didn't have to get the rights to certain characters that we were already familiar with, like. You yeah. know, back in the 90s and stuff, you had, you know, it wasn't about recreating a, a, a movie from a book. It was about like trying to create something original. So, but you had companies, they had the money to take risks. Well, now they don't have the money to take the risk. So now all we're doing is just getting bottom of the barrel, Way just over. kind of basic original ideas because that's all that sells. They're just trying to hit a mass audience. So yeah. individuality takes the hit. Sad. Sad. My next question is, uh, can you uh, name something that a lot of people like, but you can't stand? Mm. Social media. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm the same. Oh, man. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it so much. Hands I up wish. Here. I wish that we didn't have it. I wish all it's done. Again, all it's done is really keep people from giving each other a chance because, you know, it's just it, it, it was supposed to bring people together. And all it's done is just, oh, my God, it's pushed Care so people. many things. It, 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 I think it divided us like like probably what you're saying. Like yeah. you've been saying this entire episode, it's like another thing that's putting people in a hyper niche, especially because with like SEO and, and keyword searches, now people are gravitating to like minded individuals and they're essentially just stewing in their own pot all the time well that's mm-hmm. it's like this whole like i was talking to my friend and i was like yeah i don't like social media because you'll get negativity she's like oh i don't get that it's the algorithm mine's all about stuff i like and i'm like wait a minute why like you know that's you like that you like somebody just going you like this you keep on liking <laughs> this one thing and i'm like you're happy about that like that's bad that's not good yeah that's how it's turning us into just mindless clickers of what they want right pointing us in the direction to keep doing what they want us to do that's and what it is thing, man right after i get done with this episode i'm probably gonna jump on amazon and buy something because it's like you know, because it's now it's part of the life. Like I, I, I sit there and I kicked and screamed and talked about uh, all this, like music being free and how much that's ruined stuff. And dude, all I've done is just been a giant hypocrite the entire time. We're all bought in. That's like when I listen to all these people that want to say, that want to blast the government and they're going to get all your info. They got your info. Oh, they got it. It is done. They have it. They know where you are yeah. at this very moment. You know, like it's that argument is hilarious to me because a lot of people right now, like if you talk to them about, let's say, 23andMe or or some type of DNA test to find your heritage, like, well, I don't want I don't want my DNA out there. And I'm like, well, have you ever been to the doctor? Well, yeah, of course. Your DNA somewhere, dude. Someone has it somewhere. It's it's already there. It's had. Yeah. As soon as you pop out the womb, they prick your foot. So, yeah. It's a rap and it's just like, it's just so funny, like how people just kind of keep screaming the same thing. And I'm like, it's done. You're in society. Now, if you want to go out now, the people that I want to leave alone are the ones that are like, look, I just want to go live into the woods, drive into town, get supplies. I'll go back into the fucking woods, into my cabin. You know what I mean? And it's like, fine, you know what? You want to go live that life? You, you want to be so off the grid? Let those people collect rainwater. Let those people, you know what I mean? Let them do their own thing. Fine. You want to commit, but it's the ones that are talking about, 
you know, Google searches and social media platforms. And it's like, man, you're already caught. They have you already. They have you. It's like, yeah. it's just you, so you, funny. You were 15 upgrades ago or like, you know what I mean? Like we, your service yeah, agreements, exactly. or your 15 iOS updates ago is when they got you. Now they're just, yeah, re, yeah. they're redoing, they're, they're adding more to the, okay, I need my phone updated is, yeah, is exactly. what it is. Keep, yeah. Are you reading the entire uh, update thing on every, on every iOS? You know, like, go ahead, read the whole entire thing. Uh, okay, this, okay, that, go for it, you know, but no, yeah. they're not doing that. You know, it's nope. like all those assholes that went through Fauci's emails. I'm like, really? You've got a bunch of losers going uh, going through emails. I'm like, we really trust this guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, dude, yeah. it's just, that's what you're going to do with your time? Like, all right, man, whatever. <laughs> So true, and no one's going through the terms of service. That that just not a reality. Nobody does that. I want to. That's the other thing too. The one person that does it and actually finds out like the things that they're doing wrong because it's probably only one or two people. That guy comes out and says, "Guys, don't do it. Don't do it." They're gonna be like, "Oh, don't listen to this guy. He's crazy." Because he's been We're reading right. that shit for months because that's that's how and long it I, is. How, and then he's yeah. like the crazy guy, even though he probably is right, and that's why we're all screwed. <laughs> well, see, that's the problem, though. Yeah. Everybody's afraid of everybody's afraid of saying that guy's wrong. Yeah. So nobody yeah. goes, hey, flat earther, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Like, well, no, wait, he still might be right. Uh, he, there might, he might have a leg to stand on. <laughs> he might he might be right. Ah, damn it. Flat earthers. They ruin everything they do. Well, Damn Kyrie Irving. I mean, again, that's the thing. It's like, that's why I can't really get too political. That's why, like, I have my stances and I'm, I'm believe me, I'm looking at both of the, pre- the last two presidents, you know, this one, the current one and the last one. And you're like, I'm watching around going like, this is what we've, we've let it get this bad. Every yeah. single one yeah. of us have let it get this bad. This is all agree. on us. You know? Ameri- and it's like, it, it's, if, it's if really you think about it, that's the American people in a nutshell, right? As the last three that we've elected is kind of just takes the whole country and, and, and basically just shows what we what we all are really because that's what's been elected really so it's like right. wow like yeah it's, it puts a shine on, our, on our country like the last on four our, our... that's what i'm saying it's like dude oh bush too every, yeah, I guess. yeah yeah like every time you look at what we've done is we've just pushed people together and it thanks to online Somebody will say like one take and then we just put them right in this category with some of the worst people. Like, you know, yeah. like you might be someone going, I'm pro Second Amendment. Oh, yeah. Well, go suck on a racist's cock. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> yep. Oh, you go this way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if it's, it's like, but if it's like, hey, guys, you know, I'm just I'm just one of I believe in pro choice. Like, oh, yeah, you want to murder babies. Like, yep. Oh, yep. Jesus, it's so like true. This. There's no it's just yeah, it's hard lines each way. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Yeah. There's really no. Yeah, so, so There's I can't no understanding. Second Amendment. Yeah, I can't believe in the Second Amendment. And so, no matter what, if I vote conservative, I'm voting for the pro Second Amendment. But if I'm voting, but if I'm also, but I'm also voting, uh, voting that you know what, you're a dirty whore if you get an, an abortion, and you know you're the worst person in the world, and you kill babies. I'm also yeah. saying that it's like, no, dude, it's like, no, you and have that's to what see we've done. Both sides, yeah, no, and that's, that's definitely what we've done. You are 100 right, 100. And that's what we've done, and it's like it's crazy, like. You know, it just it's and all we've done is sit there and put people into categories, and it's just like, oh man, well, you know, this is where we're at now. Yeah, the Civil War, it's all it's coming. It's, it's almost yep, it like, is. oh, which side do I pick? We need, Should we I need like spectator? we need like one of those. We, we need just like a fix it button or a restart. Just like, oh man, <laughs> restart it all, Re- reset. All you need is just that's it, dude. It's like if we could just just ever tell everybody to stop screaming and go. All right, let's vote. Let's have a quick vote instead of voting on a leader. Let's do an international vote. <laughs> let's do a national vote on topics. You know, like what should be, what should the oh, whole I like country that. I like of America that. do this? You know, and you know, we, and, yeah, again, we should like, like the people should vote on what the topics are that they talk about. Yeah, that's yeah. an idea. So it's like. Instead of voting on the leaders for once, we should do a reset and go, okay, what does the American people want? You know, and we could kind of go through there. But so instead of the know, census again, go under door to find out how many people are there, they yeah, go exactly. door to find out what we need to really be talking about. Exactly. Instead, I like of, that. instead of these people talking about like topics that are so 
that have such a gray area, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We could actually just kind of go, all right, well, what do you think? Here's your moment. Do you think we should have it or not? Vote yes or no. And then it's yeah. like, and then you don't have to feel, then you don't have to feel like you're selling yourself out, you know, Very voting true. for somebody that you don't necessarily believe in. I mean, did anybody that, I mean, it's like, did anybody that voted in Joe Biden is everyone like, oh my God, my heart is telling me to vote Joe Biden. You're like, no, this fear of this freak running another four years is what pushed me into <laughs> voting for Joe Biden. Like, it's like, I have to vote for this. I have to vote for the Crypt Keeper now. You know, like this guy who's going to, he's going to sneeze and burst into dust. This is our president now. Like, oh, this is great. Like, God damn it. And that's the thing, you know. And then it's like, and then when you look at, you know, it's so funny, but here's the thing though. It's like, but that's also like, you don't even know where he's at and you're right. But at the same yep. time, we always knew where Trump was at. We always knew what he was doing. Here he is, here he is, yeah. here he is. And it's like, and it just, it either worked for him or it worked against him. And yeah. you know, and it he still might, might work out for him. He still might get, he might be the president. Oh God. what. A- a lot of things going on with that whole gray area of what he has, but it's just his whole situation is crazy and everything that happened to him. The la- our last question of the show. Uh, sorry not to derail all of that, but uh, yep. if you know politics, man, it's once you start getting into it, it's like anytime. Any that's why I can't have a hard stance on anything political. Where so it's many. like I'm like no way, you know, like dude, I can't do it because it's like there's so many gray areas. Yep. Yep. Well, and then there's people, too, that just like both. Like, there's something of each side that appeals to them, and, and yeah. those people yeah. are right. lost. They don't have a place to be, uh, yeah. and, and necessarily they don't really even want to have a place to be. They just want to figure out what's best for them. This is what I know both sides are against. Both mm-hmm. sides are against pedophilia. So that's like right away. They're both against murder. You could almost make the argument that both of them are for pedophilia especially with all the relationships all the relationships with epstein and everything else that came out to light you are probably right yeah so all right there you go and that's what i'm saying so then why fight so then why fight for any so true why sit there and be like democrat republican like dude look you got assholes on both sides how can anybody fight to the death on any for any one of these causes that's the hill you're gonna die on yeah oh my god (laughs) so with our our last question what is a piece of information that you've learned that feels illegal to know oh man let's see here one time i okay i i don't know it now but like we just used to like make exploding things you know what i mean like molotov cocktails and stuff and throw them off in the desert or whatnot but that was pretty much it like like, nothing like real major i will there was i've always had a friend okay my best friend in the world is the most boring human being in the world he's the guy that he's the guy that uh, that co-hosts a rise to offend okay he's the best guy in the world but he's also like just so like he never wants to do anything. To, there's no trouble. You know I mean? I love trouble. I like getting into trouble. <laughs> but I remember I'm like, I go, hey, how about this? Fourth of July, <sighs> I just got a up. handgun. And he's like, I go, on Fourth of July, I go, let's go get a propane tank. Let's go shoot at it. And he goes, <laughs> he's like, are you fucking serious? And I go, no. I go, yeah, I want to. And he goes, what he goes, you're gonna blow it up. Whatever piece of shrapnel like just flies out. I go, like, oh, well, well, we'll get behind my, the the door of my car. You know, we'll kind of shoot like the cops do it. He's like, no, dude. He's like, we're not gonna do that. We're not doing it. It was like, and the thing is, it's like I was 100% serious at the time, and I was. I remember that day, I was so let down by him. I was like, oh man, you never would do any fun, bro. It's so fun. Now I look back, and I'm like, oh my, thank God, thank God, I have that friend. You know, and that's the thing, and it's like everybody, every. That's the difference between young people and my people my age too. Is People my people when they're young, they think that loyalty is like so key, you know, like, oh, my friend's going to stick through me, stick with me through, through thick and thin. You're right. But then you also meet some people that end up doing some really bad things, you know, and they're like, I don't need a friend that can keep a secret. I need a friend that can help me bury a body. <laughs> and I'm like, I just need a friend that doesn't murder. You know what I mean? Like, just keep it that way. You know, but it's just funny, dude, how people, I don't know. I get it. I get it. But anyway, though, yeah. So I, I don't even know what the original question was. What was it again? 
Something that you know yeah. uh, that you feel yeah, getting away with blowing stuff up. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, blowing stuff up, you know, just getting blown stuff up is like probably stuff I used to know that I'm like, ah, I'd yeah. probably get into a lot of trouble if a cop came by and saw yeah, they're coming. You know, <laughs> trying to blow up T100s or T800s or whatever. Skynet's real. Amazon will bring them. Yeah. Yep. We're all, do- Flat we're all doomed. Flat, the government Flat is Earth is real. Skynet is real. I was wrong the entire time. And you guys saw how, you guys heard how, pa- you guys heard I how, paid. us too, us too. Flat earthers. So it's us like, too. The I'm only thing that, the I'm only thing that like in the back of my mind, like, I started thinking, like, like was, well, you know, the schools were yeah. telling me that it was round. You know, maybe I was told wrong, you know, because that's, there's no way that it's not round. <laughs> but there's back of my mind, you never know. I don't know, but I, to me, it's around. Well, that's it's like the, pretty sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, that's the one thing in school. My, hung, that my hungover that science teacher must have been telling the truth. Sure is possible. You know, like that is a real thing. Yeah, exactly. Like history, dude. Hey, you know what? History was always told by the people that didn't die. So it's like there's going to be some quirks in the, in, the, in, the, in the history books. We're probably mm-hmm. always going to keep learning something new about history. But the Earth is round. Yeah. It's a fact. There is an Australia fact. Well, yeah. Brandon, we really appreciate that you came onto the show. I'm glad we got this figured out and, and had you on. Do you have anything that you'd like to drop or uh, any of your, your social handles or anything like that? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at your buddy Gooch, and uh, and my podcast the Metal Sucks podcast on metalsucks.net is available every Monday. And uh, Rise to Offend, we it's hard to get that one out on a specific time, but you can always but you can find it on all the podcasting platforms, uh Twitter, Very Instagram, cool. I mean Twitter, Google Play, uh, Spotify, all of them. Mm-hmm. I, I know that when we had Mo from a- AZ Alt AZ, she had said something along the lines of giving consideration of spending 5 minutes on your station while you're on there. Is that something that you guys look for as well? Is yeah. Oh, dude, for sure. You can, you can listen to KOMP online, KOMP.com. And then if you're ever in uh, if you're ever in Las Vegas, it's 92.3 on the FM dial. And I've been working there quite a bit. I love it. And I'm very proud to be a part of that station. And I'm just having a good time, man. Again, just it's what I said. Awesome. I, what I set out to do is just have a good time with my job. And life is great. Awesome. All right. Amigos out. This has been the Amigos PC. Make sure to like, subscribe, and review us on all your podcasting platforms. Visit us at AmigosPC.net for our entire library of content and Amigos merch. Till next time, adios.